Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show, The Big Show. The most critically important show that you're going to listen to that we recorded in our car this afternoon. Pretty sure. Pretty sure. So, welcome to the show. Summer's here. And when summer's here, you got to be thinking about water. Water. Cool. Cool. Water. Clear. We should never sing. Gray. <laughs> water. Black. <laughs> Black. Yeah, you got actually several kinds of water if you got a household. And, you know, uh, the, the Doobie Brothers song, Oh Black Water, Keep On Rolling, Mississippi Moon, don't you That's keep not on shining. So nice. Oh Black Water. No, this, we're not talking about that kind of black water. <laughs> no, no. We're talking about uh, uh, oh, poop. bug out locations kind of here. All right. Or if you're in your house and you lose facilities. Yeah. So. Uh, I've been visiting my sister who lives out. In the boonies. She lives so far in the boonies that the electric reaches there, barely. No cell service, no city water, no city sewer, no city trash. No nothing. She gets electricity and likes it. Well, she gets electricity uh, unless somebody sneezes. Yeah. (laughs) When you're at the end of the electricity line, you are the first to go out and you're the last to come back. And you know it. And, and you know it. And she's set up for that. So it's all good. But uh, while I was there visiting my sister, I was helping her resolve a little plumbing problem. And it got me to thinking about, okay, when we think about, you know, bug out locations or losing services or living out in the woods or anything like that, what usually comes to mind is the little house on the prairie kind of lifestyle with the basins and and stuff like that. Maybe if you're real lucky, you got a pump out in the uh, in the yard for a cistern that you can pump water out of, or a well you can lower a bucket into. Not that people actually use buckets in wells anymore, but that's the kind of image that usually comes to mind. But even if you don't have city water and sewer today, there are better ways to do things, and that's what we're here to talk about: is some of the better ways to set things up. Now, keep in mind. Back in the day, back in the in the halcyon days of little house on the prairie and you know the frontier and all that kind of stuff, just remember how many people, how many women died in childbirth and how many people died of infections and diseases and stuff like that because their hygiene was terrible. Well, we don't want people dying because their hygiene is terrible. We want a good way to do this, even when it's not turn. I mean, there is nothing greater in this world than coming home, going into the bathroom, flicking on the light switch, doing your business, washing or turning the, the water on, washing your hands, and then leaving. Nobody thinks a thing one about it, but that's a big deal. And it becomes a lot more tricky when you don't have those public services. But there's absolutely no reason to make it harder than it needs to be. Roughing it on purpose can be kind of fun when you're camping for a weekend, but it gets old in a big fat hurry. And we can do things better now. So you got basically more or less four grades of water. Potable water means it's been treated, safe to drink. So 
if you've got a well, we hope your well is potable water. If not, you'll have to treat it first. Uh, city water should be coming as potable water. And wells should be tested from time to time, even if they have been potable in the past. To make sure it's still potable water, because things can start leaching into it. Yeah. And then you've got basically clean water. Stream water. This is the kind of rainwater that's been collected off a roof or something like that. This, this water is very easily purifiable and very easily turned into potable water. But it's really not potable yet. Because, you know, you could have Giardia in that stream or something like that. And who knows what you just rinsed off the roof. So, that's clean water. The next grade down is gray water. Now, what we call gray water is the stuff that comes out of sinks and showers, mostly. It's water we've used for cleaning, but not water that's been contaminated with overt human waste. Stuff that comes out of water that comes out of a washing machine is considered gray water as well. Yeah. Stuff that would come out of your house sump pump would be gray water. Yes. And then you get down to what they call black water, which is kind of black chunky water, which is the uh, human waste and the water you've you're using to rinse the human waste around. If you have a flush toilet, everything that comes out of the flush toilet is black water. And this isn't a, this post isn't about black water. Uh, for black water, you can set up a I'm just small side. You can do a set up a what septic tank. Huh. Okay. You can do a septic tank for black water, but septic tanks have to be pumped out now and again. What she does is a composting toilet, which actually works very well. And I've got some stuff on that about on the 3BY side. If you want to search for composting toilet, you'll uh, be able to find some information about that. That's all I'm going to say about that today. This is about the gray water. They have a well to supply potable water to them. So they've got a shower and hot water and sinks with running water and all those beautiful, lovely things. And they uh, drain out of the cabin through normal plastic pipes. But since it isn't mixed with the black water, it's gray water, and it doesn't have to be treated before you can toss it into a ditch. You can also, if you desire, use gray water for other non-food uses. You can use it to water gardens, water your flowers. You can use it for outdoor cleaning, like, I don't know, if you wanted to scrub off the porch or something because the raccoons left a mess on there, which they do from time to time, actually. You can use gray water for those kinds of uses. You can use it if you want. You can dispose of it safely just by tossing it in a ditch. Having, That's gray water. Having said that, not all gray water is created equal because some of those soaps that some people use are really hard on plants. So you probably would not want to be watering your garden with ones if you're using a type of soap that has got a lot of lye in it. Good point. Lye so, is really caustic to plants. And, lye is really caustic, full stop. Yeah and, yeah, and there's a lot of people who use soaps with lye in them. So, And there's some other stuff in cleaning products you wouldn't necessarily want on your plants. Uh, frankly, if you plan on using your gray water, you just go with more environmentally friendly cleaning products, which is not hard to do. And fact, Vinegar, for example, is safe. It's not a bad idea safe. to flat out do. Yeah. We do. 
we got in the habit a long time ago and some of our our gray water overflow was going to be released without going to a treatment plant. That's no longer true, but we got in the habit and it's a great idea, so we still do it. So what we're talking about is the stuff from her shower and from her sinks. And since we're having problems with it, uh, she kind of, uh, she and her mate designed these systems themselves. He's an architect. And, but this was his first uh, project of this kind, setting up a cabin and stuff. And they learned some things, and they did some smart things, and I'm going to share all those guys with you is, is what this is about. Because if you're setting up this kind of location, or you're adapting your house when you no longer have reliable... Uh, if you no longer had re- reliable sewer from your house, you'd have to do something with the black water. But the gray water is so much greater in volume, it's much more workable to set up a separate system for gray water and black water. If you can't just ship them both off to the treatment plant, you probably want to separate them. So, if you're setting it up, things to keep in mind. Having all the drains next to one another is a real help. Because if you're in this kind of situation, you probably just can't call a plumber with his cool electrical-powered snake to come clean out drains and things. So you want to set the system up in the first place so they're easy to get to and fix if you need to get to and fix them. One aspect of that is to have everything that's going to be a gray water drain in fairly close vicinity. Uh, You've got your cabin divided into rooms. You might want to have the room with the shower pretty close to the room where you're cooking the food. Obviously, you do want separation between those functions. But you can put them on opposite sides of the same wall, and then they're right next to each other, and that makes all your pipes short. So if you have to snake something down there to clean them out, you're more likely to get it done with uh, homemade tools. If you're using plastic pipes to set it up, you make sure you've got lots of uh, cleanouts available, so lots of options for where to open the pipes up to get to them, because you don't have the equipment that's going to be able to uh, snake through them for a long distance to get to a clog. And you want to set it all up on the downhill wall. The wall of the cabin where you're going to be draining the water out and sending it downhill. This it needs is, to be away from the wall, not right next to the wall. Yeah, because you don't want things to freeze up. So you want to make it sure you got nice insulated space between where your, your drains are. Keep everything insulated enough so it's not going to freeze up in bad weather. But you want it all on that side because you don't want to run your piping underneath your whole cabin. And then something clogs up right underneath the cabin and you got to tear up your floor to get to it. That is no bueno. Not any good. So if you set up near the outside wall that you want to eject the gray water out of, then you don't have the problem of having to dig up your cabin floor to fix something later on. We could pretty easily do that at the ca- at the place. Yes, we could. I've been thinking about how to apply these things to the places. We uh, want to set up a gray water there. In our case, since we don't we don't need we can't put a well down where we are, well, the we, place is it, not. It just economically would be very expensive to do. Yeah, we're not going to put a well have down. To clean the water anyway. Yeah, it would be a deep, 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 deep well, and very hard to get out of water out of without an electrical pump. As a result. By deep, we mean six to eight hundred feet. Yeah. 
And even then, we're getting high nitrate water, which is not very good water. Whereas we could dig a shallow well easily enough and get cistern water, cistern type water, almost all the time. But it's not a true well. And that's where we're more likely to get it. But in any of those cases, we probably have some reservoir of water on a high shelf in the cabin. And then we can drain to sinks and showers and things like that. And then drop it straight into a gray water drain from under that. Uh, When you do have the ejection of the outside of the building, this is something we had to uh, check out and clean out a little bit at my sister's place this last weekend. You got to make sure there's enough of a drop from where you let the gray water loose that you've got a nice clean ditch going pretty neatly downhill. So when the water is flooding out because you're running a high volume shower or something like that, you don't want that stuff to start backing up into the house. And you don't want it to leave standing water once you've quit draining. You want all the water to drain away. You don't want it to just sit there because then you've got a mosquito breeding place right next to the house. And I'm pretty sure that's not an effective home defense. And I'm darn sure they make lousy neighbors. So maybe not leave mosquito pools sitting right next to the house. So you have a good downhill on your water exit. So that the gray water drains neatly away from your cabin. You know the thing? Think about when you're putting the, to uh, get the drains to go at a nice tilt down the hill, you may well be digging a ditch that gets progressively deeper as you move away from the cabin toward some hill or slope where you're going to end up ejecting the water. You make sure every bit of that is deep enough underground that it's not going to freeze. In the coldest weather you've ever seen at that place, plus a little bit colder. So you're planning for the extreme weather events, the cold snap that goes deeper and lasts longer than anybody remembers. But if you're in Florida, you don't have to worry about a solid freeze like they get in Minnesota. You don't have to get stupid about it. So you don't want your outlet pipes to freeze either. That's what I had. Just if you're in ever in the situation of needing to get rid of your gray water, that's... Some things you can do with it. I well, now you know. Now you know. All right, we'll take. We'll catch you next podcast. Bye bye.